This is the show, Procrastination Pals. We talk about who's what, when's, why's, and how's. Two best friends with solid gold hearts. We record our thoughts, observations, and farts. I'll get around to the backing track later. Procrastination Pals. This is Procrastination Pals. For what you're doing when you should be doing something else. I am the High Lord of Procrastination, Dan Morganti. And I'm Josh. Cool. I'm with the show. <laughs> what? Um, uh, how's your week in procrastination been, Josh? Good. Uh, footy's back, baby. Football. It's been Let's great. Play some football. Yeah, getting on that footy balls. Uh, yeah, went down. The, the pubs reopened, and we were able to go down, watch a game, get a pub meal. I got the pork snitty, mm-hmm. pork schnitty, which was delish. Um, and yeah, I think now that I no longer play any form of sport um watching them i'm starting to understand how the old boys become who they are when they're watching sports because they like i kind of enjoy it more getting fired up well well, i've always liked it but um i think i'm enjoying watching it more now just because i'm not partaking so just and for me as someone who is not really into any sports at all Mm -hmm. i do enjoy watching footy and going to the footy oh for sure and i think going is always the thing that's like, you know, you, you get caught up in the energy. It's almost mob mentality, you know, our colors, theirs. And you get that sense of like combat. But um, just being able to go down the pub, have a tap beer and watch the Bombers win was, uh, it felt good. It was like the first sense of normality. Again, it was like, okay, we're back. And two steps back. Now we're <coughs> under- now they're not going to be able to play. And one of the Bombers players has tested positive to COVID, so we're not playing at all this week. Really? They, I did not know that. That's a bummer. Oh, they should, and you should see the uh, the video they put up of him training, and he's just like blowing snot out of his nose onto the floor, spitting, and they chose all the perfect ones. I was like, dude, the whole suburb's going to have it because of you. <laughs> Fucking that grass. We need to mow it, kill it, and start it again. Just a bit of weed killer out there. That's disgusting. Yeah, gross. Um, yeah, uh, I can't say that my procrastination this week has been in any way positive like that. It's just, uh, what we're talking about today is social media and just a lot of scrolling Instagram and Mm -hmm. not really getting anything done. Uh, I suppose we'll just move on to what the today is of social media. Let's get into it. Uh, specifically Instagram is what I'm talking about. I've got it on my phone. I used to have Reddit on my phone and I would scroll through Reddit and I'd be like, I'm not even enjoying this. I'm just like scrolling, scrolling. Trying to get a hit. And so I deleted Reddit and I have Instagram because I have an Instagram page that I maintain, I guess. I've got like 15 small videos and it's a it's a comedy thing and it's uh, like all very much the same it's like a almost like a meme video uh and i but i haven't posted one for a month uh so i'm just scrolling instagram and it feel you know you know i get the same feeling from scrolling instagram as i do an hour after i've eaten mcdonald's just hollow like it's not there was some satisfaction there and now i just i don't feel full i, I would almost say not i would say gorged mm. not not full and not well fed but just like, I really need to take a shit to get this out of me. Mm. And there's no... Sickly. I guess, what what's the equivalent for soulful shitting? Like, instead of meditating or something, I guess, or... No, no, just eating like a nice meal and having like a really good consistency of stool that passes without pain or too much flatulence. Like, like a, just a good, healthy shit. 
that Every, would be it. Everyone loves that. Not quite what I was asking, but thank you for yeah, that. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how, yeah, you get that from, yeah, praying. I don't, yeah. But yeah, that's no. basically the feeling I get from uh, Instagram. Um, so, yeah, how, how do you go on Instagram? Why to what? Uh, yeah, uh, it, it's a complete fucking waste of time. Um, I don't, it, it's the same thing. It's just uh, scrolling. It's not um, really engaging. I don't post much stuff anymore. Um, but I find myself, there's, there's the ones, I think that my, my lowest point is when you're scrolling through and it's like, oh, you're all called up for today. It's like, oh, fuck. I've just gone through everything that's on Instagram. And then they've added, like, obviously, stories being a part of it. So you watch people's stories and be like, what, is other, what are other people doing with their lives? And then the lowest form of Instagram is when you click onto the search page and it's just random shit that's See, there. That's all I do. See, yeah. I, don't, I don't look at anyone's stories or yeah, really brutal. anyone that I follow. I just look on search and they kind of show me like, stuff that I because I'm like I'm not going to add my follower numbers if I'm not getting followed more like is that numbers thing that's that's a real it's thing it's always but been a big thing it's a status a, a status symbol attributed to that but it's like that's always been the thing with any social media platform and, and look I, I think currently the biggest ones are obviously Facebook with 2.5 billion users worldwide you've got that's a lot of that's a lot of users that's a and, lot of fucking people and it feels like facebook is dead despite that many oh, users sure. it feels like facebook is reached its natural the end of its natural life and yet it keeps going still there uh, 2.5 like, billion strong i don't use facebook any like i don't post on the wall or the only thing i use it for is messages messages yep. because you can look people up and directly message them so it's good for directly communicating with people who you have no other way of getting their number or you would have to go through proxies like, hey, do you have this person's number? But no, but I know this person has their number. I'd have to actually numbers. talk to somebody. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, that's what I'm looking to do. Talk to someone, but I don't want to talk to five other people to do to do that, to talk to a specific person. So that's why I keep Facebook and Messenger. For sure. Just for that. That's the exact same reason for me. Yeah. But have you looked like on a front page of Facebook recently, like your wall? It is absolute garbage. It's just stuff you don't want to see. It's a lot of politics they think you want to see. A lot of, uh, a lot of mums and dads, like people in their fifties, love Facebook. Just caught on. Yeah, they love it. Uh, they and they share memes that you saw like six years ago. Or ones that make no sense at all. My nan is is into it. She'll tag. Like figured out how to tag, but every now and then just tag me in one like that feels like I mean, it was made in like backcountry Tennessee. Catholic kind of thing where they're like, tag if you're a proud nana of a, of a beautiful grandson and then uh, that'll pop up. I'm like, thanks, Nan. Thanks, Nan. But also, like, I'm almost angry at the person that's made it and angry at Facebook for getting into my Nan's head in that way. It's like you're manipulating. Like, it's all manipulation. Like, don't get me wrong. It's all sort of just taking us away from, like, actual real relationships. But... Leave my fucking nan alone. You, Leave you, Isla out been, of this. You've been warned, Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't don't fuck with the Zuck, all right? Yeah. Uh, nice. But is it kook? Uh, I'm I'm also friends with a few like older people on Facebook, and there's this one guy I work with at um, my events job. Mm-hmm. His name's Peter Janicki. He's a, a older Polish gentleman. 
Uh, he's lived in Australia for a, a, like a long time, but he still has a very thick Polish accent. But he sends, he's starting to send me memes on Facebook because <laughs> like, I, like, I get along with him real well. And we have a joke around, but he's starting to send me these memes and I'm like, uh, okay, uh, I, I, okay. I don't know what to respond with. I get the strangest ones. The strangest one that I've ever <laughs> received. It was the, basically a GIF, uh, but it was someone that had cut a hole into an exercise ball, one of those big ones, and was fucking it. And it's just the back, his ass crack and balls sticking out and just bouncing on this thing. And I, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, funny. But um, Pete, why are you sending this to me? Uh, it's just like, oh, there's, I, th- I think it comes from like real, that generation of like shed humor, which is, I, I think is like the Australian uh, equivalent of like locker room humor, locker room chat as it's just like, here's something that's gross, but it, we do it in sheds in Australia. Yeah. With uh, VB cans strewn about. Yeah, yeah. Except for the couple that are up on the. That's very insightful. That, uh, yeah, that's. That's what it is. Who would have thought from getting uh, a fat dude fucking an exercise ball, I could find something insightful. Yeah. That's... Other uh, than he needs to... He's inside. Sort sort a few things out. That exercise... I'm going to kill myself on that one. Yeah, that one right there. Um, And, yeah, so we're also talking about Instagram and going through Instagram and seeing Instagram models. Like, this is Mm -hmm. is one thing that kind of annoys me. Yeah, whatever. No, but that... And even that, having that subtitle that's come from... Yeah, Instagram, Instagram and, and social networking. Because that's how market like marketers pay Instagram pe- people with lots large follower bases, and it must work because it's a huge industry now. But what I do not like is Instagram pages that are like fitspiration or like inspiration stuff. When really it's just the they've got this many followers because they're in their bikini in every mm-hmm. photo, and they're like pushing up, they're wearing push-up bras or whatever. Like, they're very provocative in these photos. And yet they say, like, every message is like, remember, every day is a new day and stuff like that. Live, love, love. I hate it. It's the worst shit. Yeah, I hate it. So, I've got a lot more respect for Instagram models on Instagram who they know what they're doing. They're just like... uh, Hey, oh, sure. I had a good day today. Here's a picture of my boobs. They're making and it there, work. There, there are models who like write that in the caption. Totally. I'm like, hey, are, that is, you know what you're doing and you're not trying to fool anyone. I appreciate that more and, than... And, and it, there's nothing wrong with that being uh, your business model. You know what I mean? Like, the, like if you're making the cash out of it, you work, you're obviously working not only to, 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 to keep it relevant to post all the fucking time. And these people doing professional photo shoots and, and, and working their ass off and also working their ass off to physically keep themselves to, to whatever they think is appeal, appealing to their audience. So I, I got nothing but respect for that component of it. And it's also the same thing. It, it's more a judgment on those like us as a, as a society, like how we engage and that that has become something that's, uh, more valuable than, um, I don't know, Doctors Without Borders. You know what I mean? It's like there's, I don't know what the f- the Instagram follower count on that is, uh, but I, I, I'm, I'm going to guess it's a hell of a lot lower than just some hottie who's getting to travel the world and take some nice photos. I'm going to look it up. Doctors Without Borders. And doing uh, like makeup tutorials or, you know, and, and showing – like obvious product um, placement, but 
it's odd, but it's also the same shit as like I I, I would see that on the same level as like um what's that guy's name? Uh, Dan Blitzarian. Ah, uh, like yeah. doing the same shit. Like him being like just cars. And here money. I am, roided up, cars, guns, and strippers. Yeah, that's basically what he's doing. And again, it's appealing to that kind of vapid thing within us or within groups of people like i don't fucking follow the dude but i I know he exists and there are people that follow him religiously um just perpetuating that bullshit and 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 the hardest part is is that what's the longest video you can post on instagram like a minute it's i've seen ones that go for longer but i think they're from like official pages that have like advertising money must have yeah more capacity so basically you've got a minute yeah it always says 59 seconds or if it's a photo um, it's like that is the extent of the depth of this content. It's like it's a photo. It's him with a cigar playing poker with eight women in bikinis, and that's it. The like the the sense of reality that he's paid all of those people to be there. That he's the the car that he's in is rented. Or you know, like whatever. He's, no, got, no, like, uh, he's he got the actually, money to do it, yeah, but, he's got but a lot you know of money. what I mean. It, it's it's making other people sort of create these things and be like, right, I'm gonna I'm gonna hire a fucking I don't know a, a hooker in a Lamborghini for a day and take a bunch of photos and make people think I'm living this life. And for some reason, people want to see me living this bullshit life. Yeah, there's there's uh, private plane companies that have Instagram packages where you don't get on the plane, you just go to the tarmac. Take a photo of yourself about to hop on the plane. One step on the on the um, stairs leading up, and then you leave. Like you don't get on the plane and fly away. You just do that, take the photo, put it on your Instagram, and get, get back, on your get back in your Hyundai yeah. and drive home. Little little bow wow from uh, like Mike Fame, the that famous bar- basketball Sorry. movie. Little bow wow from little bow wow fam. Okay, come if, on now. I prefer like Mike, but if you was like uh, Snoop Dogg's prince for a little while. Though. Yeah, if you want to. Um, rattle off any of his hits I'd be willing to listen uh, the the first one and then his second yep so anyway. yeah, he was good in like Mike though yeah <laughs> <laughs> so, so little Bow Wow was no, caught Bow Wow Wow yippee yo yippee yo was caught well, out for I doing that, that yeah that, that's the the hook that was the hit yeah uh, but there's there's pictures of him his Instagram and he's doing like oh going to Atlanta flying to Atlanta or whatever then on on someone else's uh, Instagram, they're taking a photo of little Bow Wow just in coach on a regular connecting flight. <laughs> and, and they're just like, oh, I thought you were taking the private plane, mate. See, this <laughs> like, is the problem. Little Bow Wow never became Big Bow Wow. Didn't no. He's, I think he just goes by Bow Wow these days, doesn't he? You'd hope so. You'd hope he had the respect to drop the lil. Mm. But yeah, that's uh, another thing. It's like social media, which... We've all heard it. It's not real life. Like, like just like parents in the eighties used to say, you know, those movies aren't real life. Social media is not real life. It's the danger of it is that we all engage in it, and then and we uh, engage in the lie, and then this is like fuck. We won't get be getting into this so much, I think, but the effect on people's mental health globally right now because of social media is fucking absurd. People are depressed in living lives that they could be content and happy in because they're just overwhelmed. And it's no longer just like 
on the silver screen. It's not like the movies. It's not like that. It's just like everyday life that people are manipulating and I'm seeing like, oh, fuck, everyone else's life is so much better than mine. And, I, and I'm scrolling through this in bed as I wake up feeling a bit like shit and being like, I should be doing something else. I should be doing anything else. But using it to procrastinate from actually creating the lives that we want to live because we're too busy making ourselves jealous of other people's fake fucking lives. Yeah. It's warped and yet I'm still on it. And what I don't also don't like is the calls like, oh, you got to get rid of social media. And it's like generally older people who are like, oh, it's poison. But really what it is, we're in this we're in this space now. Everyone has social media. So it's it's more about awareness about how to deal with the negative impacts of social media. It's not about getting rid of it because it's here to stay. It's now I think we need to move towards this is how you deal with it. Like you've got to, and, and you've you've got to limit your exposure. Because we can use it in a healthy way and to our benefit. I, I don't doubt that. But I think probably you and I are in the generation where it's probably where, where the most experienced at it through it came to fruition when we were maybe 13. Yeah. 14, Facebook sort of coming in around that stage. No, Facebook was more when we were like 18, but MySpace. Oh, but MySpace. I... But, but the idea of social yeah, uh, we knew what networking it was. was coming out and, and we were sort of getting our head around it. So we went through our teens and then got to the point where it was like adult life and it's like, okay, we, we've been doing this since we were little. So every new one that comes out is kind of like, okay, we can figure it out. But now within that, the, the education around it, and our understanding of what the actual impact of it was is very little. Anyone older than us, anyone that was like within their 30s were like, this is a kid thing. I'm not getting into it. Don't have to touch it. Now they're coming around to it at 60 and like fucking just getting on uh, Candy Crush and shit like this. Quite an age jump though. Like, from oh, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, so whatever. Older so people. 30 to now they're 50s. You know, they're, they're our parents' age. And they're like, oh, I'm actually going to get on this and like I can see a use for it. But they're not being, um, they're not hitting the dark parts of it as much as we have in our lives. And but kids younger than us have had it since birth and are fucking like, they understand it way better than And there we. are kids whose parents have put them on social media and will like post their entire profile is just them. I've seen the ultrasound kids. photo. Yeah. Being the start of someone's life on social media. That shit is fucking terrifying. But again, that is our generation who are having those kids and doing that kind of shit. Again, that's not our parents' age. These are people who, we haven't, we weren't educated. We we were self-educated through experience, but now I think we're the ones that are going to be like, oh, we we were the lab rats for social media, and now it's like I don't like I struggle to engage with like using the internet to its capability because most of my time on on my phone or sometimes on my computer is YouTube or. Uh, well not Facebook but Messenger or Instagram or things like that I'm really glad I never got into Twitter I'm glad Snapchat's dead as far as I'm concerned well yeah Instagram killed it because now you got Instagram stories it's so. the same shit yeah and even like what, what do you reckon about TikTok uh, I think it's for kids uh, I'm not sure I'm, the other one Vine was Vine before. yeah it was short videos but they Vine seemed to have like people who actually got famous from Vine, like Bo Burnham, the comedian, he had a huge Vine page. And if you go back and watch, like you can see him on YouTube, he's a compilation of his. He was, he's brilliant. He's brilliant. But uh, yeah, uh, TikTok is not where I want to be. It's, to me, it's a lot of, 
Y- young, young kids. Young dude. kids. Scary. And a lot of younger girls who are like doing very provocative dances. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure like- In bikinis. Yeah. And you don't know how- it, it, I don't know it, if they're aware- It's dangerous territory. Yeah. I don't know if they're aware that the attention they're getting is- Because they're not very good dancers, a lot of them. Like they're getting a lot of followers. They're all doing the same dance. Yeah. So it's, it, yeah, it's very dangerous in that regard where you're uh, exposing yourself to the world and to potent, potentially harmful people. And again, it, I think it's both things. The the two that I see the most and like, oh God, like, fuck, I hope you figure this out because it's like, like, I'm not going to, I don't have any friends or anyone in my life who's 16. I got like cousins and shit like that, but. None of them doing this kind of like like the American side of it, where they're like, I think the the female one is that the like young young girls like pubescent girls again in bikinis or doing these dances or, um, and it's all kind of under the guise of being like oh it's just a fun dance that everyone does on the internet but it's certainly very sexualized and then the young guy one is like a lot of them doing like this it's like a hair thing. Where they've all got like the quaff shit going on, and they're just like, it's like just brushing it out of their hair, pouting a little bit, and being like, mm, yeah, yeah, doing that soft boy yeah. look. <laughs> hey, oh. It's like fuck me, dude. Like I hope you figure this out because it's it could lead to a doing? harmful place. Hundred percent. Yeah. So and it's so invested in how you look and and all that kind of nonsense. It, yeah. And again, these kids will know more about it than we do, but. And also, TikTok isn't for us. It's it is oh, for kids no. that That's age. Like, like, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I don't I don't have yeah, it. But that and doesn't I'm, that doesn't stop some real skeezy old dudes getting on there creating a fake account and sitting around watching young girls dance for hours yeah, on end. It is weird. Like I wouldn't. I, I just don't have any interest in TikTok. Oh no. Yeah. Uh, do you have a f- favorite social media then? Like, is there something that you use that you don't mind? Um, and that like and also the definition of social media is kind of expanded these days because everything has social media elements like venmo and other yep. cash pay apps have you know social media elements or linkedin, LinkedIn which, which is like a bi- business social media um yeah so do you have any is it linkedin you, you no i'm not prof- on linkedin at all for what bartending and acting no <laughs> the, the, like i'd get on linkedin and people look at me and be like yeah linked out bro get out of here we don't need you yeah you fucking actually bum. i should update mine now that i'm looking Are for you work on? Uh, I've got like I had to do it for an assignment at university, and I haven't touched it. And I've made like four connections or something. So cool. it's I made it like oh this will this will lay dormant until I actually need to use it. Yeah, um, but now which is probably like why it's better to have never created it at all until you actually need it because the door like what's there and dormant, aged. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's like your photo on your Tinder profile is a bit fucked up. Yeah. Well, I haven't had Tinder for a while either. No, no, and I never neither. deleted that account. So that's probably still out there. See what I mean? Mm. There's, there's people 1.5 kilometers away from you right now yeah. looking at you. Hot singles. Six all years over. ago. <laughs> yeah. Still not one, yes. Yeah. Uh, I do use a lot of Twitch, though. That's video game oh, yeah. streaming. So I watch that too much. Like, that's another thing. Like, very apt for this. Uh, show or mm-hmm. this podcast because I do procrastinate watching other people play video games. So I watch people play video games and go, I want to play that video game, continue to watch them play that video game and then don't play it myself. Yeah. Uh, so I, I really enjoy it when I'm like, there are people on there who are definite personalities who do it 
properly. Uh, but yeah, sometimes I'll just be, I want to see what this game looks like. Do I want to play it? And I, so I end up like essentially getting a, a feel for this game without actually having played it myself and then... Just running tandem on someone else. Mm, it's um, that one, I, I feel uh, like a little bit of shame admitting that I watch Twitch because to me, the concept is so ridiculous. So and I love video games. So I the problem is I don't, I don't, know I don't even like like I like video games, but I certainly don't engage with them in the way that you do. Or like pick a lower tier gamer or somebody who just owns a PlayStation. They they certainly do it a lot more than I do now. And yet on YouTube, I will watch other people play video games. Oh really? Oh for sure. What do you what do you watch on YouTube? There's a guy Corey Kenshin. Uh, the I think it was uh, yesterday, day before. I watched it, the the new Last of Us came out, and, oh, and I okay. watched him play the first hour and twenty minutes. Yeah, see, that's a game where it's so story driven that I don't want to watch and it. That was at the all. thing, and, and that was the thing. By the end of it, I was like, if I play this game now, the first hour and twenty is fucked. It's going to be boring. I'm like, oh god, I've already done this. Like, and it takes out the excitement of of doing any of that kind of thing. But yeah. look, and, and often it's just about the personality of the person. It's not about, like, like, if you watch any other games or, like, I imagine people that watch Fortnite and shit like that. It's not so much about, like, yes, there will be tactical things in there maybe. That yeah, you they're can learn at, how to be a better player. But at the same time, it's just about the personality of the person, really, I think. But I think, it's a, I don't have a favorite because I do, again, like, I get super frustrated at myself in the way how much I, I use these things. But I think probably YouTube is the one I use the most. Yeah, I watch a lot of YouTube as well. I, I, I've never really commented on a YouTube video, but they're always not good. They're bright, the comments. bright people don't comment on YouTube no. videos, but yeah, we are bright. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice round of our con- compliment <laughs> yeah, for ourselves. You fucking idiots. Yeah. But yeah, like there are definite channels that do you follow people on? Like you subscribe to channels? There's a couple. I, I feel like I need to because it, it actually does help the channels that because like, it just comes up in my recommendations. Whenever people that I enjoy release a video, it will always come up in my recommendations. So there's like people, six shows that I watch weekly. They're like 10 to 20 minute videos. Mm-hmm. They release something weekly and I'll watch that. There's a few who release stuff monthly or something monthly and I'll watch that every time it comes out. So, but I've, I feel like I need to support them by actually subscribing. And because yes, I do, because there are some amazing creators on, 100%, on YouTube. And there's a lot of like, I think YouTube is being, again, because you can make it as big or uh, in-depth or it's not limited by the, it's not like Instagram, which is like, right, you've got a minute to make some of the content or look, if it's a photography content, fine. Like you, you can utilize that to to the best of your ability. Uh, again, when it was like Vine, it's like, you've got however long to make a video. TikTok's like, you've got this fucking long to make a video. And it's just like, it's getting smaller and smaller. The one thing that I respect about YouTube, I think, is that whoever is creative, and making the content can make it absolutely worthwhile. Because I think the only ones that I subscribe to are ones that I find genuinely entertaining and want to see. And you're right, like it's, it's a great way to actually, without, fuck, without anything coming out of my pocket, giving them a, a way to monetize and continue to do whatever work they're doing. But I also try and use it for like educational stuff. So like I follow one called Studio Binder, which is basically like a um, free free filmmaking education tool, um, but also a they break 
breakdown on different directors, different filmmakers, different writers, different types of lighting, camera techniques, all of that kind of stuff. So I try and make sure that the ones I subscribe to are either helping me and try to keep the entertainment thing to a minimum, but again, finding a way to like, I want to minimize the procrastination. Like, like we're going we're to do it fucking anyway and I will go down that hole. Yeah. But I want to try and manage that as best as I yeah. can. And that's like, there are some weird holes you can get into on YouTube. Have you ever read about the, because I've never like watched them, but there's children's videos where people manipulate that side of YouTube, like the algorithms where they're just posting videos, but they become really dark. So parents will set their kids up with their iPad or whatever, look up the YouTube. It's all fairy floss color. and Yeah. So they've got um, like well-known characters, but they may be animated by someone else. And then eventually these videos, just by the way that the algorithm works where it plays into the next video, plays into the next video, they might start off with say Bob the Builder, but then it becomes this, weird like cartoon where someone's done it themselves but they've got heaps of views because it's in the the stream of this particular tag bob the builder tag children's tag entertainment mm. tag, tag and apparently tag, like tag. there's this weird dark side for children's entertainment on youtube which yeah we're back to the negative stuff of social media but it, it doesn't it, take long to get that though. yeah there's a lot of yeah harmful aspects to it which i'm not sure that regular media has i mean the news, I guess you could say, is has fo- taken lead from social media and is incredibly negative these days. I mean, not not that I really know what it was like uh, previously, because you know I'm I'm only thirty years old. But was it that bad thirty years ago? Like with this clickbait kind of bullcrap headlines? I, I, I think it's giving people a platform uh, to be fucked up. I I feel like a lot of the stuff on social media or like the, the, the dark, like, like really dark side of, of, of people that are able to set up these things and almost like entrap kids. But it's the anonymity that they get to do it from their own home, make something fucked up, put it out there, and then that's the end of their involvement in it. But the 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 reach of that to, to for young kids to be able to see something that's fucked up, that, that's, you know, tagged as Bob the Builder, but then it just goes into either hypersexualized or violent or whatever it may be and then it's back to another Bob the Builder video like that that's going to warp that's going to fuck you up it's going to warp a kid um but it's i think it's almost getting to like um the reason that people are so violent online when they wouldn't be in their normal lives is it's it's like it's like a road rage factor i'm in my little bubble right now i am safe within my space and if someone fucks up outside of it, I can go at them and there's no real risk of any danger. It's like, you know, you tell someone to fuck off, stick your finger out the window, honk your horn, and they're like... Oh, just like just like a car is like metal armor. Like and, you're, you're, you're in your house. An- anonymous armor. Like you, you and can't no, be yeah, And you can't, you're sitting on your bed, you're safe at home, you're warm and cozy, you're online to, talking to someone from fucking Sri Lanka and, and laying into them. It's like, well... There's no risk factor there, so you're just going to be the worst part of yourself and and as aggressive and cruel as you can be. There are some uplifting sides oh, to this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can we get just into want, that? Please? Just want to change your tone. Like I, there's one that constantly shows up in my feeds, which is animal rescue. Like I see a nice. lot of animal rescue stuff with uh, like rescued puppies and rescued mm-hmm. kittens, and you see them grow up or 
like even just like old puppies that are like we found this 12, 12 year old staffy you mean you mean dogs right old puppies yeah why would you think i meant <laughs> old puppies you know dogs <laughs> 12 year old puppy yeah <laughs> that's what i call dogs puppies they're puppies oh, yeah, okay yeah they're all puppies god <laughs> Turning this positive experience negative like that. No, I'm sorry. I'm just in that mood. I've gotten dark and I can't turn back. <laughs> no. Okay. So dogs, as you say, uh, where they get rescued uh, and you see their transformation from being like this uh, scared animal in the corner of the cage and they're, you know, they're shivering and then they get home and the next shot is them just running around <laughs> the, the backyard and they're Love loving it. it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's like, that is the positive side or one of the positive aspects is like you see that kind of stuff and you get uplifted there's a lot of joy in it like don't get me wrong like uh, it, i think a, like a lot of them are animal like a lot of joy online is just like animal based because it's just pure you know what i mean like the cat like a cow that's been used as f- for milking and it's released into pasture for the first time in its life it's been standing on cement and i, I never knew that cows would sort of like jump for joy and like shake their heads but it just seeing this animal seeing just, grass and it just flips out pure, yeah man and it takes again it takes out any manipulation takes out all the darkness it's just like here's something that's just real and feels good until it uh advertises kingwood steaks or something oh, like yeah, that yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah shit got shot yeah. tastes yeah. good though. Uh, yeah uh yeah there are positive sides to it but i think we've come to the end of the episode anyway so it's uh, time for us and for you, the listener, to get back to work. So this has been Procrastination Pals. I'm Dan. I'm Josh. Bye.